Enchanted Ears podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about something very near to my heart. Pin trading. Love pin trading. Yeah, buddy. Something I didn't know about probably about a few years ago. I mean, I never had heard of it really before. Yeah, I didn't know it existed. We, We went to Disney World probably four years ago it was a missed opportunity had no, yeah i had no idea about it i don't even know how did we learn about pin trading i don't know you just told me about it one day and i was like this sounds like it's kind of weird and then yeah i think i stumbled upon it you know went down a rabbit hole on the internet one day and i think yeah. I, I just stumbled upon that you can trade pins at at disney theme parks because like i said we were there and i didn't even notice it i didn't notice people doing it or yeah, people had pins I... but it's about we somehow There's figured so many it other out. things to look at. It's kind of easy to miss if you don't know what to look for. Right. and But yeah, so I, we found it uh, one time and then I went to Orlando for work. You told me about it. Yeah, because I, I and, went to Orlando for work. And so I thought, oh, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll try pin trading. And it's a lot of fun. And we, you we've brought kind of been me doing, some pretty cool yeah. ones back that time. Yeah, we've been, we've been doing it ever since. And we'll, and we'll, get, we'll get to that. And we'll get to that. monster. We'll get to that. But so instead of doing um, some Disney news this week, I wanted... Angela, to test your knowledge on a couple oh, no. trivia questions related around pin trading, since we're, since we're talking about pin trading today. Oh, so man. this is a couple. It, there's it's two <laughs> questions, but and you know you can you can guess, but we'll see what what you know. Okay. So the first question is: When did pin trading officially start? So they've had pins for a long time, but but kind of pin trading and everything. What year did it officially start? Let's see. Need the Jeopardy music here. Yeah, for real. Um, I'm going to go with, I feel like whatever guess I take, it's going to be so ridiculously wrong. But I'm thinking maybe late 80s, 87. Wow, way wrong. I see, I told way, you. Way wrong. 1999. Okay. So it's only, it's going to be coming up on 20 years old. It, it, it started with the Millennium Celebration. Okay. Uh, at the park. So 99. So it's relatively I figured it recent. either predated or um, came after Stranger Danger, which was pretty big in like the 90s. So that's where I got my number from. Stranger Danger. <laughs> I don't know. How would I can pin, see parents being how like, pin trading? don't go up to strangers, even in Disney parks when we were growing up. Okay. All right. I, I guess so. But yeah. See, so, there was a reason for it. So, so, so 1999. The reasons in your head, I mean, how how you sometimes connect things. Hey, remember, I was in that commercial. Never go anywhere with anyone unless you check first with your parents. Wow. (laughs) Nice. Nice PSA there. Um, So so you got that one wrong. That's okay. The next question is, and and you can give me kind of like an an over-under range here. So around how many pins... Different types of pins, not like total pins ever created. But how many different types of oh pins have been created? And it's not an exact number, but so give me... Over three. Uh, there are definitely over three pins. Give, give me like a range. <laughs> I mean, there's over types three. Types of pins, like yeah, you're di- talking about like the different ones like pins. the hidden Mickeys. Like different pins. The... No, like individual pins. So like you have like 30 different pins right there oh on your lanyard. So, so how many? Since 1999, and right. they probably come up, come out with like a hundred a year. Even if I, how many years has it been since night? Oh wait, my nephews were born in 99. So okay, it's so like, so 19 years. 18, 19 18, years. 18, 19 so, years. So I'm gonna say 1900 pin. That seems low. 
2000. Oh. <laughs> that seems way low. Yeah, okay. I'm just going to go with a flyer and say there are 25,000 different pens. You would think that's a lot, right? Yeah, that seems like a lot. Take that times five. There's around there's around 120,000 pins, different pins that have been created. Is that really it times five? 25,000 times five is 125,000. You just did that so fast. Wow. You come for the Disney, you stay for the math lesson. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, so there's a hundred different, I mean, different sites will tell you different things, but between 100 and 120,000 different pins have been created since they started pin trading. Wow. Which I, I mean, I think that's fascinating. That is crazy. And from what I can tell, there's not a great catalog of them all. Mm-hmm. I did just find, as I was kind of looking up some information for this episode, I did find this one website. It's called pinpicks.com. Uh-huh. But it seems to be that you can create an account and like select the pins you have and keep a catalog of all your pins. But that seems to be the one place that kind of has a catalog of over 100,000 pins in it. Yeah. For the most part, uh, it, there's not really any place. So nobody's to come out with like a booklet, like Precious Moments or Beanie Babies, or they where they rank them and say this one's the most not yeah rare not that and... I can tell, which is kind of interesting because pin trading is it's kind of in that vein of collectibles. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I guess that kind of makes sense because Beanie Babies were around the late nineties. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Hey, you know, Disney jumped on that as well. Let's, let's start uh-huh. creating a collectible pin trading. Cause that is kind of the whole idea. So, so you're over two. That's okay though. Well, I, I didn't think you'd get it, but cause I, I mean, I was shocked the hundred and 120,000 pins. Yeah. That, that that's how many there are. Did you have any, have any idea when it started? Did you have a guess? Were you closer than me? I don't know that I ever even really thought of when it started of yeah. how, of how old it is. It seems a bit timeless. I guess Tale is old as time. But yeah, so getting into pin trading for those of you that don't know about pin trading, because I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there. Because like we said, we completely missed it when mm-hmm. we were in the parks and, and didn't really know about it. Because it's not a it's not a a huge flashy thing no. out there. I mean, there if, are there definitely. I mean, there's pins everywhere. If places, you yeah. once you realize about pin trading and you Every start looking gift for shop it, yeah, has there's them. pins everywhere. But again, you could just see that as oh, I'm just buying a pin. You might yeah. not necessarily know that you're trade that they're tradables or collectibles. Yeah. But so that so for those of you that don't know, just to kind of give everybody a, a brief background on what pins are and pin trading is. So they are it's kind of the idea of a collectible. You you buy them every year. They come out with different ones. I mean, as we said, over a hundred thousand of them. So they're definitely pumping every out. Every year they come out with over a hundred thousand. Not every year. I'm saying <laughs> they come out with a lot of different yeah, ones because you got to figure all the different themes. Every parts. month they roll out new ones. All the different right, and so and there's and there's different collections. So like you said, you have your hidden Mickey's where there's a little Mickey logo hidden somewhere on the pin. Mm-hmm. You have your vinyl animation ones. They have ones around Marvel, around Star Wars. You know, anytime yeah. a new movie is coming out, if you go to Walt Disney World, every resort has its own pin. So that's pretty cool. So as you go to the different resort gift shops, you can see them. Yeah. 
They have the ones that open up and... Right. They have ones that are part of a series. Mm-hmm. They have ones that... They have really cheap ones. They have super expensive ones. Right. They have ones that have pieces of the ride in them. And so, yeah. So, it's kind of a collectible thing. Can you collect the whole set of six, you know, of, of different ones? Can you find all the hidden Mickeys for the year and kind of get them all together? So, it's really created this whole kind of fandom around it, around pin trading itself, which, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get into... Um, oh, do we have to wait? In a little bit. Yeah, I guess we, you know, we can talk can about... I, can I get into just how cool it is? I mean... Sure, so you want to so walk through the, the, the process of actually... Actually trading actually the pins. pins. Right. So when we went the last time to Disney World, we were actually, you know, we came prepared. We actually bought pins before. Well, we came prepared because I went, like I said, I went once for work. Well, anytime we're prepared for anything, me- it's your doing. No, but but before you made me trade pins for you, I had to go yes. down and get you. I traded pins, so I went down. I, I like I said, I was I was down in Orlando for work, and I went to the the theme parks for a day, and we talked about pin trading. So I said, oh, I'll I'll try this out. I traded. I got some cool pins, and then I I came home, and Angela basically said, these are all mine now. <laughs> And I was like, but I was the one that traded. I, I got them. I went, I bought the lanyard and everything. And, you got and, that and, lanyard and you, now. And you took them. Yeah. And, yeah. And you, yeah, I got the lanyard back, but with no pins on it, I had to go get more pins. So yeah, it's cause I got, I traded up for a cool Lilo and stitch, uh, lanyard. right. And, and you take all, you know, all my, all my best pins. So between us, it's not really trading. It's more, you just confiscating them. And then I have to go find new ones, but yeah. So, so kind of starting, you get, again, you can buy a lanyard or, or different things, and there's different starter kits you can buy. And as you said, they they kind of vary in price. So you want depending on it. Ideally, you're gonna go and buy like a pretty cheap set, probably with ones that you don't like that much. Or I mean, of course, you know, or there might be one that you like and you don't necessarily want to trade. But you you buy these pins with the sole purpose of knowing that you're gonna trade them away. And a good tip, and what we've done is you can go on eBay. And find and a lot of times, sets of right. just so if you buy them, pins, if yeah. you buy them in the parks, chances are those are pins you're buying them because you want them. You think they're they're cool. They're a specific design or character, somebody you like, and you're not going to want to trade those. Yes. So you have to kind of get some that you're going to want to trade. So they do sell starter kits that have five or six pins on them, which you know can be a little bit cheaper than buying individual pins. But you can go on eBay and usually buy like lots of old pins. And they're maybe like a dollar a piece, which I they're, think if, if you buy them in the park, they're like they're like five cheaper. or six dollars. The only thing you have to worry about is if they're fake pins. They call them scrapper pins, um, and basically what that is is, you know, Disney makes these pins and then the molds aren't destroyed and somebody recreates them, so they don't have the the Disney logo on the back or they don't have the right coloring. So those pins, you can buy them, but if you try to trade them, a cast member, if they look and see, hey, they're not 100% original. Wait a minute. We have to get into actually how you trade them okay. to the cast okay. members, and this okay. is my favorite part. So obviously, Joe and I aren't little kids. Uh, we're significantly older than I want to admit. So, But when you go to the, the parks with pins, as an adult, it could feel a bit silly and it's really cool. You just walk up to any Disney cast member pretty much in any store. You can go anywhere that they sell pins. And some places there are actually special places where they sell or they actually carry booklets of pins that you can go through and look at. 
and what the what you do like you just walk up and say hey can I take a look at your pins and they will say yeah sure and they'll pull out either their lanyard if they have one basically if you see any cast member wearing a lanyard you can ask you're free to ask them to trade pins with them and this Uh, was one of the things I was worried about when I first went down not having done pin trading before being somebody that didn't have a child with me yeah, it I feels was like, a little awkward. I, I, yeah, I didn't know. I was kind of like, like this is, is this going to be weird? Am I going to go There's up? This weird, creepy guy coming up and asking about these pins. Right. I wasn't thinking creepy, but sure. <laughs> but yeah, just think like, hey, why is this guy, you know, coming up pin training? But whenever you go up, um, you know, they don't care. As you said, you can be an adult and go up. You, it's not just for children. You go up no. to any cast member and you say, oh, excuse me, can I see your pins? And they are extremely friendly about and, it. And they, They're, some of them sure. like get a little attached to those pins. Oh yeah, I just right. got this one. I really like this or. But they don't look at, but being an adult, they don't look at you weird. Yeah, they don't, they don't no. think, oh, this is something strange. There's adults that, that trade these pins and, and get into them. Cause like I said, they're co- seen as collectibles a lot of them so the cast members are completely cool with it they don't make it you know it's not weird at all it's not awkward so don't think if you don't have children or if you're an adult and you want to trade pins as well you know with your kid it's not a a weird thing at all pin trading really emphasizes one of my favorite things about disney and particularly going to a disney property and that's the fact that even though you're an adult people still treat you i don't want to say as a child because you don't want to be treated as a child but People allow you to have that childlike sense of wonder and you're not weird if you show it in Disney World. So it highlights a lot of the really cool points about being in Disney World. Right. So getting into the actual process of pin training. So as you said, if you find a cast member that has a lanyard on them, um, you can ask to see their pins. Sometimes they have them where they're they're reversed so you can't actually see the pin. And those are kind of hidden ones. So some of them you can trade with them, but you're not allowed to see what pin you're trading. Or, or the trivia question. Or, or they ask you trivia questions, and if you get the trivia question right, they'll show you the pin before you trade it. But how it works is so once you find a cast member, they have to trade a pin with you. So if you say, I would like, um, if they have a Donald Duck pin, and you'd say, mm-hmm. I'd like to trade your Donald Duck pin for my Goofy pin, as long as it's not a pin that they just traded for, they have to trade it with you. And the rules are that you can trade up to two, two pins yeah, yeah, with with each guest per day. I'm not sure how a cast member would know that. I mean, I imagine you can't do more than two at a time. So right. I imagine if you did two and then walked around and then Came six back hours later, later, they're not going to remember that it was you. But so basically you can, you can only trade two at a time and you can never buy them so you can't walk up and say i'll give you 15 dollars for that pin that that's not how it works so but any cast member has to trade with you uh and then like we said it so that's why it's kind of a good idea to buy you know a bunch of pins that you can then kind of trade for so you can you know you buy them on ebay they're not they're still good pins they're older pins though it's you know it's just in bulk and then you can use those to then to kind of trade for ones that you want and And you might you might think that because they're on a cast member like oh well then people are just trading their other crappy pins but you get to see some really cool pins and a lot of times there there might be older pins people held on to pins for a while and then decided they're not they don't want them anymore or even because Walt Disney World is such a big thing people come from other countries and then they will trade their pins from other countries and you can get your hands on a pin that comes from Shanghai or Paris, which is super cool too. Right. Yeah. So that's actually the last time I was there. That's pretty cool. I, I got a pin from Shanghai Disneyland. I was 
in the animal kingdom walking around and I happened to walk past a cast member and they had a, a board of pins out. And so I asked to see it and I was kind of looking around and none of them really interested me too much. And that's the thing you can ask to see, you don't have to, to trade. So if you look and you don't see anything you like, you can say, okay, you know, thank you. And, and kind of keep going. Don't feel like you have to be obligated just because you see them. And so I was like, Oh no, I, I don't really care for any of those. And the employee, she happened to say, well, actually, you know, this one right here is from the opening of Shanghai Disneyland. And I didn't really realize it because it's not a very flashy pin, but what it is, is the Tron light cycle car. So in Shanghai, they have the Tron light cycle coaster. And so they had a pin made. And from what I can... To commemorate the... To commemorate the ride, right. So from what I can tell, it's actually part of a set of six and each pin represents a different land in Shanghai. So I was like, that's pretty cool because it was a limited edition one. I think it's one of 600 or 1,000 or something like that. It was a pretty cool pin. And I, so I, I traded for it. And so, so it's cool. But she, you know, she didn't have to say that, but it was pretty nice that she did. And I got a really awesome pin out of it for trading mine because she had it. Somebody traded it to her for some reason. I'm not sure why they would trade one of those away. Or maybe they just didn't know what it was. Yeah, they, yeah, they might not have known, but... But because of that, you know, you can get really cool pins. So that, that that like that's a good point that you bring up. So I figured that right now we could talk about our favorite pins. Uh, so I wanted to talk about a couple of mine. Uh, you got me the last time you went, you went on a business trip, and you got me a couple really neat pins. For example, when I graduated from my MFA, you got me a stitch pin that is holding a like he's wearing sunglasses and he is holding a diploma. And says class of 2017. So he's one of my favorites. And also you bought me a scar pin. Uh, I got a scar pin. So excited. They're like my favorite pins. But it says pride on the top or on the bottom. And on the top it has like an elephant like from elephant graveyard. And he's in the center of the pin. And there's sort of like a clear red thing that goes around it. So And both of those I didn't trade for. So, right, bo- so both of those, those. Were, were limited edition ones. And as you said... They come out with different pins each month, and usually the monthly pins are only for a limited time. Like they they come out on a certain day, and there's only a few thousand of them. So that was the case with those, where I happened to be there. They were out because I bought them one day, and the next day couldn't find them anywhere because they had they kind of run out. They were the, yeah. the limited edition. So yeah, and then I have two other ones, and then you can talk about yours. Uh, I have a Simba Nala pin that says "Pinned you again," and I couldn't resist the ridiculous pun there Uh, so that's one of my favorites and lastly I have a stitch pin that is dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow and has Jack on its shoulder which is also you know a collaboration of two of my favorite oh so it's one of your favorite characters Jack Sparrow right there exactly and Stitch is also one of my favorite characters so yeah they're they're pretty awesome in fact just stitch pins pins in general there are a lot of stitch pins. There are. So this is one thing that amazes me. <laughs> it, hey, Loki. <laughs> yeah, I would say if we, hear Lo- if we hear Loki barking in the background a little bit there. So this is one thing that amazes me is, is Stitch because I didn't realize, like I didn't think Stitch was that big a deal. I've never, I've never seen Lilo and Stitch and I didn't think. Shameful. And I know you love it as a movie, but I didn't, you know, it didn't do great that, that they made a, a sequel in theaters. I know that they made a lot of like TV shows and direct to to video sequels i think um straight to dvd right 
Didn't they do? Yeah, they did. They did a couple. Experiment six two six, I think, was one. I think there's this Lilo and Stitch two. There was definitely a show. So they've done some offshoots, but he lives on so strong in the theme parks. It's incredible. There I is think so a lot, much a lot of Stitch people think he's so cute, and everybody loves Stitch. Everybody wants Stitch merchandise. And you can see it in the pins. There are so many stitch pins. Every year, Mm -hmm. they have different stitch pins where he's dressed up as Elvis. He's dressed up as Jack Sparrow. He's dressed up as... I'm a little I'm a little sad that I didn't buy the the hula stitch the one year. That's a that was a pretty cool pin. But it's just there's so many though. It it fascinates me. I'm actually surprised that they haven't tried to make a stitch. Maybe that'll be the next live action. It'll be live action Lilo and Stitch. Oh, that would be so creepy. (laughs) <laughs> would be, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, they did, um, I mean, you know, live action kind of in quotes, like Jungle Book was live action. They had one, yeah. the boy was live action. Everybody else was anime. You could yeah, do that Yeah, but with, like, with I don't think I want to see how, air quotes, realistic Stitch. I guess not. Oh. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm just saying, they're making everything <laughs> in the live. That's in the, the li- Disney trash pile they're right making, there. They're making everything in the live action movies. I wouldn't be surprised. So oh. you heard, if it comes true, I called it. You heard just, it here first. Just, just remember that, so. Yeah, um, I hope not. That but I guess horrifying. so. So I guess we're gonna move into my favorite pins. Yeah, is that where we we're going? So we mentioned the, the Tron Light Cycle one. That is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> I just got it. I have a. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I literally just got it. I have a, a Simba pin that I'm staring. I have my my pin lanyard here. You can hear it. But I have my pin lanyard right sitting right next to me, and I'm staring at it as as Joe and I were talking. And I just realized I have a card. It's shaped like a card and has a picture of Simba on it. And it has a K on the top. Because he's the king. Because he's the king. Because he's the king. You didn't know that? No, I didn't get it until just now. I knew that as soon as I saw it. He's the king. Congratulations. He's the king. The king has returned. (laughs) Thank you. You sidetracked me now. So pins. So my pins. So I have the Tron Light Cycle pin. and, And that one's pretty cool. A couple of my other favorite ones. I have a, a vinyl animation C3PO. I'm not actually sure. Vinyl animation was really big. I'm not sure if they make many vinyl animation pins before. You used to be able to trade solely vinyl animation pins at the D Street shop in um, downtown Disney, Disney, down Dis- Disney Springs. But that's gone now. I think that's like a Marvel or a Star Wars shop now. So, yeah, okay. But I, I got that pin there. Uh, figment pin. I love figment. <laughs> Fig, you know, I, I love the figment ride and everything. So, so figment is, is a great pin. Uh, and then I have an Avengers pin too that I like, and then I have, I have a lot of other pins, but those are kind of my main ones that I, I won't trade. I've gotten those through trading or I've purchased them. So those ones I kind of keep to the side. And then I have a lot of other ones that I do trade. Last time we went down, uh, the, they had that kind of the baby nerd collection. Oh yeah. So they're, they're pretty cute. They have so I have Minnie and Donald Duck and they're they're kind of they're babies but then they have glasses on them so that's a whole series I think there's six or seven of them they have them just as heads and then they have them as kind of full bodied ones so we were kind of last time we were there working through trying, trying to, to get them. trying to trade for the whole thing and that's yeah. that's kind of some of the fun of it is you, you find. You find ones so, that you like. Sometimes you're just trading just to trade. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like, oh, no, I could well, trade this one. I don't really one. like this plant pin that much, but I want to trade right. it. Right. But, yeah. but then you find it and it's like, oh, hey, this is part of a series. And then you Can start. I get the whole then, series. Yeah. Then you start looking, oh, who has it? And, you, you know, you kind of, as you're going through, you're checking different lanyards or different areas. Or yeah. I have, to, the, to see I have stuff. the nerd, like the full body nerds. And I have Mickey, Goofy, and Donald. I'm kind of hoping next time, well, when we go to Disneyland, maybe I, 
maybe they still have them or somebody will have like a mini or Pluto. Yeah, you or... never you never know what you're going to find I mean, on the cast I mean, you found a stitch one last time, but it's not the full body. It's just the face, but it's still right. kind of one of those cool right. ones. So. You, you never know what you're going to find because the cast members always have different pins. Uh, and then you can trade. If you want to trade with other guests in the park, you can do that too. There's a ton of pin events that go on in Walt Disney World. Sometimes they are like a special ticketed event they have. But a lot of times, if you go to Epcot, they have a, a pin trading kiosk kind of right behind Spaceship Earth. And sometimes they have pin trading days where people just bring in books and books of their pins. It's other guests to trade with. So in that case, they don't have to trade with you. It's not like if you're, you're trading with a cast member that you need, you know, if, if you walk into a cast member, they have to trade pins with you. A guest could say, no, I don't want to trade pins or I want, you know, this is a good pin. I want two of your pins in exchange. But again, you can't sell them. You can't just walk up and, you know, try to buy them from other people. Um, but but those happen a lot too. I'm sorry. I'm really distracted right now. I was just saying, I see you staring Bye. off at something. Dist- Dink bug that is perched on top of your rigging for your microphone that's like perched up there like Simba on Pride Rock and I am just horrified. Uh, I'll get rid of it. You're touching it. What? So you can trade um, at all the theme parks, but except for one. What? So I yeah I found I found this interesting. They don't have pin trading at Tokyo Disney Resort. What? So. I know, and, and the reason why is, it's funny. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of funny. So in Japan, I mean, things are very collectible. A lot of the collectible stuff has come. I mean, not furries, Furbies. You know, Furbies a little a little electronic. There's you know, there's a you know Pokemon trading cards. I mean, all that stuff is kind of based on anime. I don't know if Furbies are, but but Pokemon is. Um, kind of anime started in Japan. So the pins were too collectible in Japan. What? They were. You could have too collectible. They were, no, they were so collectible that people were fighting over them. Acts what? of violence were breaking out what? over people pin trading. So Are you that, serious? Yes. That is why. So they had pin trading in Tokyo and the Tokyo Disney Resort, but people were so into pin trading there that it, it turned violent at times, and so they had to cancel pin trading. So I think they, they do still sell pins there. So I think you can buy pins at some of the different locations, but you can't pin trade. So I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, it's it's kind of sad. Hopefully nobody was you know like seriously injured or anything. Yeah. But it's kind of funny to imagine people getting so excited over the pins that they're fighting each other over yeah. them. Yeah, wow. So that's crazy. But but all the other parks you can you can pin trade at any of the cast members. You can buy pins everywhere you go. So in Walt Disney World, every park has places to buy pins. And I think kind of as you were I don't know if you mentioned this earlier or not, Angela, but some so cast members have lanyards on them, but then some places have pin books. Mm-hmm. So like if you go into Animal Kingdom, if you go into guest relations they have a, a large pin book yeah. in there. So you can actually go in and flip through pages and pages of books. Some of the stores will bring out at certain hours, giant kind of cork boards full of pins on them. A lot of the hotels do that too. We stayed at Art of Animation and they had a pin board that came out in the afternoon that had probably, well, there was probably what, 
50 to 100 pins on there. There's a lot yeah, of good, there's a lot. a lot of good pins on there. And so they'll bring them out so you can trade. So you kind of just have to, you know, look around. And, and like I said, and it's not, and it's, you know, different hours. Like they may bring out giant pin boards for two hours a day. So you kind of just have to, you know, keep your eyes out for them. Wow. Um, I just looked up some extra things. Like apparently there are pin strollers at the park stroller rental locations. You can get pins there there's a pin trading book at the african outpost in epcot so that's one place where you might be able to get like look at a book i was just trying to find some places that you could find books and that and and the places where the books are changed too so a lot of times if if you're looking they may say hey there's a book here but they they kind of move that around so yeah like i said and it and the thing about pin trading it never hurts to ask i mean you can walk up and say hey do you guys have a, a pin book here if you're in the hotel do you have a pin board that comes out? What time does it come out? They'll tell you. So, and that's the great thing about pin trading. That's one of the things I I love most about it is it kind of gets you interacting with other people. It's a great kind of icebreaker. It really is. And it can get you talking about the characters you love. And I know whenever you got, the, you got me a, a genie pin and the lady that you traded the to the genie pin was lit, with was like, oh man, I really like genie and like we were you yeah you like you said the cast the cast about... members really get attached to them sometimes they really like them they don't want to i mean they have to <laughs> trade them but it's like oh you know that, i really like that one i don't i don't want to trade it but um you know if somebody wants it they they have to but yeah it is it's a great way to kind of just walk up and and uh you know and talk to different people and and as you're seeing other guests in the park oh hey you know nice pins or you know hey can i see yeah. where did you get that one from and and it does, it kind of, it gives you a sense of camaraderie with everybody. Yeah. And it adds a whole other level to the trip. I mean, I know. A whole you, nother way to spend your money. <laughs> right. And I mean, not even spending your money. You know, if you buy 10, know, if you buy 10 pins, you can keep trading those 10 pins. I know, you know, when we went, it's like, we kind of said, all right, we're going to, you know, go to the parks, ride the rides. But then we took one day and we're like, hey, we're going to take our pins with us mm-hmm. and we're going to focus as we go around and try to find, you know, and so definitely you wore big, you wore cargo pants. That definitely, day. definitely keep an, definitely keep uh, an eye out. Yeah. So we could kind of tuck the pins away when we're riding rides and stuff. Mm-hmm. If we don't want to wear the lanyards when it was hot, but we, you know, we kind of said, okay, today is going to be, you know, pin trading day. And it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun just to kind of walk around and, you know, see what pins are out there. But even on the days that we weren't, you, we kept a couple in our pockets just in case. Yeah, Emergency you, you, pins. Yeah. You never know whenever you're going to find, a great pin. The one other thing I kind of wanted to touch on was kind of how much some of these pins can be worth. Oh, wow. So I, I try to look this up. And again, as I said, there's not a great catalog mm-hmm. of these pins, but apparently according to like eBay, there are some pins that can go for like a thousand or $2,000. What? Yeah. Some of these, some of these pins can go for quite a lot of money. I don't reckon. So I don't recommend it though, as an investment strategy <laughs> of buying these pins. Because it's not many of them, but it seems like the main ones that kind of are talked about as the most collectible ones are, there's a flubber pin from what? from around 2000. Where Wait, it, that's a Disney movie? Yeah. Disney, re- Disney that. released that. So it's it's the little like green flubber guy and it has the, uh-huh. the year on it. Um, so that's one that's a, a highly collectible one. Any one that has an air or a misprint on it is always worth money and that's... I mean, that's kind of with any sort of collectible. So if, mm-hmm. if you happen to run across one. But the one that seems to kind of come up over and over again, and this is one that only cast members can get. So this isn't one that you could buy or that 
I guess you could you know you could buy it on eBay, but it's not something you get in the parks to really be able to trade. Is they have service pins? Oh. So for years of service, so there's a 45. I guess it's for 45 years of service, or it was to commemorate 45 years um, of Disney, and they give out these pins to executives. Uh-huh. But it's it's a 45 year, so it's the year 45 on it, and it's Walt sitting on a stool with Mickey on his lap. Aww. Yeah, so that's like that's like one of the most that's highly really collectible and coveted pins, and I think you know that one when they have sold because again it's only employees or cast members. Oh, I'm looking at that right now on my phone because yeah. I was looking this up. Oh, yeah. that is cool. Yeah. So, but that one. So, if anybody comes across that one, yeah, uh, that's a that's a pretty according collectible to this website one. I'm on. It says it sells for a thousand dollars on some sites, but I was actually just on eBay and I saw somebody. It was uh, remember the Disney opening pin. I mean, this is just somebody asking, but it was twelve thousand dollars for a pin. I'm sure nobody's. I hope. Uh, no, yeah, I hope I nobody hope pays nobody that. Buys that. I hope but, nobody pays that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy though. Oh, I did see. I see. I'm looking at one of those error pins right now too. It says Jan January first, <laughs> two thousand. Uh, oh, what? Two thousand eight hundred. It that's says? a that's a major error. What? That that's a major yeah, error. Yeah, no, above it's a it's supposed to be January first, two thousand, and above like all of the main Disney like you know, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto. There are surrounding, and it says two thousand, but then underneath that it says January first, two thousand eight hundred, and then Walt Disney World underneath. That's quite an error. I've never error. I've never run across an error one. I don't know that I look at them that closely to see them, mm-hmm. but I got, I'll have to keep an eye out for something crazy. I mean, something like that would, would definitely jump out at you. And I'm looking at another one. Matterhorn bobleds, not bobsleds. Bobleds. <laughs> Bob That's a pretty good one. So, But I think that kind of... Do you have anything else to add on Pinterest? I mean, I, I think we, we kind of always want to talk about it. as much as we know. Yeah, give everybody who does not pin trade uh, kind of a background on it. If you do love pin trading, if you have some awesome yeah, pins, or, send us a picture of them. Let or us if you know. have some sweet tips that we didn't go over, we would love to know them as fans. And of course, we can always pass that on to the listeners as well. Yeah. So so let us know your story. If, if you've never pin traded before and you start uh, because of this, let us know kind of how your pin trading adventures go. That's it for our show this week. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review while you're there. We'll see you here next week. Thanks and, and have, have a magical, magical day. day.